Your Martial Arts Movie Podcast. Ha ha! I threw that shit before I walked in the room! Featuring Drunken Thai Boxer, Will. Too bad you will die. The also drunken wrestler, Mark. I said I don't want trouble! And Drunken Karate Master, Zero. You've lost your boss. And now, call, call, call. I don't come You know, baby. Fists of Fail. Don't believe the rating. Movie is packed with action and good fighting scenes. It moves a bit too fast and there is almost no story, but def, better than most crap USA movies you watch. <laughs> is that your review? <laughs> no, I mean, I kind of agree with some of this, but no, this is not my review. This is someone else's review, and I this kind of encapsulates how I feel about this film we're talking about vr fighter today what's our theme for this month zero uh so we've been covering uh, a lot of hong kong movies recently and it's time to catch up we haven't watched or spoken about too many current martial arts movies so in september we're going to be covering things that we missed that were new releases yeah that have martial arts in it they may not exactly be martial arts movies, but hey, you know, <laughs> sometimes uh, things don't exactly fit our criteria. Yeah. Well, we're getting out of the Hong Kong realm and we're going far, far away to China. To the, to the faraway <laughs> land of China. I mean, depending on what part of China, yeah, it can be. It might be pretty far well, away. Well, I mean, not even that far because they're speaking Cantonese in this movie. So, yeah. <laughs> so, are are yeah. you sure we're not in America, America town? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, uh, that, that one scene where uh, it suddenly becomes New York, and it's like 1990s New York. <laughs> uh, we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Okay, VR Fighter. Um, this movie's so stupid. It's so fucking low budget. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I, I kind of love this movie because of how dumb it is. Oh, yeah. I, I wanted it to be dumber. I wanted it to be dumber. I wanted to. I wanted it to take itself even more seriously, <laughs> and I wanted. I wanted more action too. Uh, mm. It. It kind of lack. Well, okay. So there is. There's a decent amount of action. It lacks a little bit in the fights, but there's. There's just enough there, mm-hmm. and the movie's like eighty minutes long. It's hard oh, to. Yeah. It's hard to be mad at what you're getting because <laughs> there's barely a lull in this movie they they kind of just have to set up the story because it it is a little complicated but when you're watching it you pretty much understand the premise well it's 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 not like it's rocket science or anything like that is it complicated i actually find the story really absurdly simple um Mm -hmm. i mean like maybe when you when you talk about it it sounds really complicated well well, that's what i mean because there are three opening scenes (laughs) technically and then we get this lull where we have to like kind of mm-hmm. set set stuff up a little bit, but mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Like the so so basically, there is an Iron Man suit that this I I want to say it's a Chinese company, but that I don't think that's exactly true because that's there is true. a mix of English speaking actors in this well they're supposed to be in new york right right? are they really supposed to be in new york i don't think they're supposed to be in new york they threw in random stock footage from new york in the movie uh, from the 90s i'm not kidding (laughs) because if if you look at the the footage that they use it's like you see the 1998 poster for the avengers not the 2020 not the 2012 this is times square they have some stock footage from of times square 
uh, and you, ha- you see the Ralph finds it, it happens really quick. I might have missed it, that. Well, n- not quick enough where you notice that the film grain is completely different, <laughs> and it's like it looks really old. Uh, you see Ralph Fiennes and Uma Thurman just standing there in the poster, and it's like, oh, this is oh that Avengers. Oh, okay, that, yeah, no, yeah, that's really exactly. Exactly. <laughs> this is 1998 we're talking about here, so it's like, yeah, they. But supposedly this is taking place in New York, somewhere in America. Right. Well, so. re- regardless of where it's taking place, let's say America Town. <laughs> so uh, there is an Iron Man suit that's being developed by a company, and in the in order to uh, have a pilot for that suit, this company sets up a VR testing program to. Uh, test to test for prote- uh, potential candidates mm-hmm. and so what happens is uh fan si wong is a former bodyguard who gets a, who has a run-in with one of the scientists from this uh from this company and she prospects him and gets him to come for this vr test program and see if he is the right candidate for potentially donning this iron man suit yeah that sounds really simple i mean like yeah like explaining it took a little like took a second but in theory that's a very simple premise it it takes some twists and turns there Mm -hmm. and then ultimately it's extremely anticlimactic what they don't (laughs) do with the setup they don't do anything with it well, I, I think they're sequ- I'm pretty positive they're sequel baiting. So okay, that's well. why they don't do anything with the setup. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I okay. So I try to do some information sleuthing, try to find out information on the movie. Um, and I guess I, 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 I mean, me as a Chinese American, I only know so much because America. But uh, you know, if we're talking about like what this movie actually is, now, according to what I found so far. In China, at least, uh, what's very popular out, out there is uh, this concept of a web web movie, right? A movie that's just available for viewers to basically view on the go. Like, they just watch a movie on their phone when they're commuting and such. Like, make it really sim- nice and simple. Not meant to be anything that... Not not to be anything more than just popcorn, like, like turn-your-brain-off kind of flick, right? Yeah. Um, so that, that, that explains like why the movie's so low budget, why it feels so rushed, why it's like, uh, like the CG is so, you know, it's, it's pretty terrible at times, but you're typically watching on this tiny little, like, like, like four inch screen, um, that that you're really don't pay too much uh, attention to. And these movies are churned out like crazy. We have so many of these movies that, um, upon hundreds upon hundreds of these movies are, uh, released um, yearly, and, and they're very popular in China. So I don't know if they're sequel baiting. It just uh, maybe they're just like, all right, we just gotta get this movie out the door. So yeah, that's it. That, that's what we're looking at right now. I mean, that could be the case, right? I mean, we have something similar where we have the streaming only movie now. Basically, yeah. mm-hmm. it's not it's not going to go to a theater. It's just going to be on a streaming service might not even get a physical release so that's the only place to watch it and yep. um i mean i don't know like i don't watch netflix or anything on my phone i don't even i don't even know if people do that but um <laughs> yeah i'm not sure how it is in china i mean i i feel like asian countries have better internet service than that's that's also us. true so you know you americans watching movies on the go it, it's the hassle of 
getting out the cable, uploading it to your phone, <laughs> and then and doing all that fun stuff, where which is not difficult at all. But I can understand people being like, "Oh, it's too much work. Let me just stream it if possible." <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, like for for the movie itself, I think that the reason why it feels so rushed and it feels kind of half baked at times is because of that fact. It, it feels like, all right, we just want to make this as nice and condensed as possible so some storylines kind of feel super rushed and it's like all right well we made the 80 minute mark that's the literal bare minimum right okay we're done (laughs) we can ship it out the door now (laughs) i'm i'm fine with that this movie gets to the point pretty quickly we don't dwell on things for Mm -hmm. too long which is great they introduce an iron man suit fine sure let's you know like I completely forgot about that aspect <laughs> until we finally get back to the laboratory later. I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. There's a there's a program to try to find pilots for this Iron Man suit. And then even at the end of the movie, when, surprise, surprise, a sequel baited to potentially have um, our main character in the Iron Man suit because, spoiler alert, he never gets in it. That's not really the point of the movie. <laughs> I, I again so forgot that upsetting. that the suit was involved in this movie. I didn't. I never forgot that the suit was oh, really? set up in the beginning. So as I was watching it, I got more upset, thinking, <laughs> "Oh, is it going to be like a sci-fi martial arts movie? Are they going to have like a mecha fight, or like a mech fight?" No, they don't do anything with that. <laughs> oh man! So one thing, one thing that kind of eh, not really bothered me, but was a little disappointing, was I was looking at the poster of this, and this poster makes this seem like post-apocalyptic Judgment Day Terminator 2 because it's Fancy Wong standing on the corpse of an android with his gun pointed down at it. You see the villain in the back behind him with explosions. You see the doctor to his side who never wields a weapon and she's never in this tactical outfit. They they photoshopped it together. And you see a guy... Uh, repelling down from an exploding helicopter which never happens in the movie either so (laughs) in my mind when i first saw this poster i i had an idea of what the movie was and when i watched it it doesn't go where this poster was leading me to believe but that's okay because this movie is really dumb but still entertaining (laughs) yes it's very dumb and you are right it does take itself pretty seriously for the most part i think that's what helps it though (laughs) (laughs) does it really elevate to so bad as good territory i want to say no but i think you it's it's like almost going over that line there's there's a hilarious line of dialogue delivered by one of the bad guys i would say the bad guys like henchmen Uh he walks into the the laboratory where all the scientists are and he says Freeze or I will bust a cap in your ass, you nerds. <laughs> <laughs> I love nerd degradation. I myself have a nerd and I'm, I find it so hilarious when movies are just trying to put nerds down. Oh, and man. But this, the this movie was golden. No, the movie tries really hard to, uh, like, you know, jump barrier language barriers. Right. So they're really trying hard to. You know, throw in a lot of English in the movie. It doesn't really work because there's a lot of grammatical errors as they're speaking. Even the characters who are supposed to be native English speakers in the movie. They're, they're clearly having some difficulties. It's weird because <laughs> some of the... I, I want to say native English speakers. I mean, they're of European descent, obviously. Mm-hmm. When they're speaking English, it sounds like they're reading 
the mm-hmm. dialogue that was written by a non-native person. Yep. Like it doesn't mm-hmm. sound natural. Uh, for example, the Iron Man suit, the you know the mech suit in this movie is called Power. That's <laughs> such a generic term and noun to describe mm-hmm. a suit when they're like when they're talking about the suit they're like oh power will do this it's like english speaking people don't talk like that you would never name a suit power it's it's little things like that that make the movie kind of dumb and funny yeah so just to kind of continue with this whole setup uh, like you you kind of robbed the story before but yeah like the power is set up like it's going to be an integral MacGuffin that will come back later into and like kind of save the day, right? I, that's exactly what. And uh, but like it's a, it's both a MacGuffin, but also something that the characters are kind of the villains at least are vying for, right? That's what the whole movie is kind of like, kind of building up to. You you establish the villain as the terrorist group in the very beginning action scene, right? Like the 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 initial action setup, and then you reintroduce that terrorist group in a later like. Pretty much the second half of the movie, mm-hmm. they are the same group, um, and are they're now they? look. Yes, the because they are group? donning the tattoo. I don't recall the tattoo. So, so yeah, just to reiterate, the terrorist group—they all have tattoos in the beginning. Yeah. I don't remember seeing them have tattoos in the later scenes. Did I, I maybe think, miss something? I think the vil- the main villain. Who oh, does the main by, villain have? Oh, even okay, the main villain himself, who is the leader supposedly, mm-hmm. played by Wang Ji Peng. God, that took forever for us to find out the, the name of that that actor. Um, he himself has the tattoo, so like the, okay. the association... I, I didn't remember seeing it, but I assumed that they were the same group from the beginning. Movie. Yeah, I just I yeah. was looking for that connection that I just didn't recall. Right, right. So I mean, like if that were the case, it would kind of neatly tie this bow together. Like, okay, well, if like okay yeah like the the villains that we had earlier in the film are now reintroduced into the film as well and they have a different motive and they're tying their their fates together with the main characters and he needs to kind of almost like redeem himself and you know like kind of stop them from getting this powerful mech suit right that never happens cool. and then the the twist at the end makes it really feel pointless <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, I mean, there there is there is a twist, and it's hard to talk about what no, you just that. said <laughs> without spoiling it. So yeah, you're right. Um, basically, uh, you can kind of say the whole middle part of the movie is pointless, <laughs> yeah. almost. Yeah, yeah, and and even, uh, like the more you think about it, the more stupid this <laughs> the whole movie. How much it falls apart because the the main. The main character, uh, like, goes through something really traumatic about, like, one-third into the film. One-third is not long for this movie because it's so short. Like, no, no, I one think, I, is like, I think we could like spoil it because it happens. It's one of the opening sequences, and it's sure. one of the things I wanted to talk about because it's, the fun, it's, like, the funniest thing I've seen this year. Are we talking about the wife? Yeah, the wife. <laughs> oh, okay, let's talk about the wife then. Oh, my God. So, after... Oh, my God. Immediately after this opening action sequence where... The main character, he loses one of his partners to this terrorist group. Uh, all His whole squad is killed, but he does manage to save the life of the person he's protecting. But he is now in a wheel, he's now wheelchair bound, and he found out there's going to be a funeral for his friends, and his family's trying to, uh, you know, cheer him up. And mm-hmm. there's a 
there's somebody at the doorbell or at the door because they uh they get a knock or a ring (laughs) the wife comes back holding a bomb with 30 (laughs) seconds left and she goes into the bathroom to lock herself in there to you know to save her family uh mind you they also have a little girl and (laughs) oh my god i feel bad but i burst out laughing when the (laughs) wife blows up the daughter blows up they show her body flying away her the whole front of her body is scorched and engulfed in flames <laughs> and then later we found out she's still the daughter is still alive yep yep there, she just there has are, a light, slight limp there are no burn marks whatsoever <laughs> she's just in crutches yep like they, we clearly saw her face <laughs> was melted off by this fire the fact that we see them later and she's she still has this you know very cute, adorable little girl face. I was like, no, 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 no. That's not how that works. That's not how fire works. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, yeah, like when the movie continues, like, oh, my God. We're going to keep going down the rabbit hole of things that don't make sense in this movie. <laughs> that character, yeah, that little girl, she, she doesn't have any burn marks on her. But now she suddenly has like random seizures or like a random allergy attacks she has some sort of illness that yeah. is not explained very well in the she, film she was allergic to fire she was <laughs> allergic to fire <laughs> yeah and it, it's funny because like uh fan Su wong uh who by the way like for those who don't know who fan Su wong is he's ricky oh he yeah, is ricky, ricky oh he was in uh he was in the first and third Ip man movies Yes, um, yes. Uh, last time we sp- spoke about him was uh, Writing Wrongs. He was a little, oh. little baby teen. Oh my god, yeah. Holy shit, I forgot wrongs. he was in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, he, he's in this movie. Uh, obviously a lot older because, you know, like it's a recent uh, film. But, um, you know, he still has it, obviously. But I'm, I'm kind of digressing here. The point I was trying to make is like, he has every... And like he is now a grizzled, you know, person. Like he, he moved to the states. Apparently, uh, he's trying to make a new life for himself. Uh, oh, he's, he's got the terrible wig. <laughs> yeah, the terrible wig and the 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 beard and such. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has like emotional problems. He he's like you know PTSD. he has like PTSD. Yeah. He has PTSD, and he he just happens to save a woman's life, or you know, like protect this woman at a bar. And she sees him have a mental breakdown and thinks, oh, he would be the perfect candidate <laughs> to be man- manning this powerful Iron Man suit. Yeah, yeah, that's what I got out of it, too. <laughs> it didn't make any sense. Why him? That... He has anger issues. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a good heart. He protected her from rape. That's that's all that matters. Yeah, it's a little a little biased, just a tiny bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. like nothing. Oh, yeah, and then um, <laughs> when he sees uh his little girl have like a, a like basically a seizure, mm-hmm. you know, to some sort of allergy or something like that, um, he ta- like he finds the needle that you know like uh, to get her out of that uh anaphylactic shock, but like he has no idea what to do with it, and it it like the woman has. 
that that lady has to grab the needle and like you know do all the work i'm like you're her father yeah he should know aren't you aren't you trained to do these things like how do you not know how to do this he's like it's funny because when (laughs) when she's asking for the shot he's like bumbling through things and he's like he doesn't know where it is like he doesn't live there (laughs) yeah oh man and then yeah uh like we're, we're obviously talking about like the story and where alters but okay let's talk about the action because um it's not terrible and that's why we're talking about this yeah, movie today it's not, it's not bad at all um i don't so we haven't really spoken about uh, mainland chinese films there are a plethora of <laughs> mainland chinese martial arts films actually um the all those exp- ip exploitation movies basically trying to capitalize on the Ip Man craze like Ip Man mm-hmm. and the Four Kings trying to capitalize on Ip Man <laughs> 4 you know those are all from mainland China mm-hmm. and I, I I can't say I've watched them all but I think they vary in terms of you know martial arts uh, eff- effectiveness yeah or, because yeah. It, you know because I believe like a lot of like you know people who worked in hong kong and on the hong kong movies eventually just you know they had to go of to course. china because mm-hmm. that's where that's where the work is i mean fan si wong you know he was doing work in hong kong obviously now he's making mainland chinese movies so i i think when you just get the right people like you can make a good martial arts movie like there's you know like i i think some of the problems here are just you know they're just little nitpicks but for the most part i was happy with with the action like it was it never overstayed its welcome yeah i think my only nitpicks well my general sentiment with the problems i have with the action is the low budgetness of the film will always shine mm-hmm. uh, or it'll it'll be like glaringly obvious to me that like oh well that's the only reason why the action doesn't excel mm-hmm. in this film um you know because like, the movie is does feel super rushed like it, at least the you know the way that i see it anytime I, I notice any sort of like small little nagging issue especially when it comes to the budget or production issues uh it really like screams at me <laughs> i think my only but, problem with the with the budget stuff was when they had to use like the cg bullets or the cg blood, uh, yeah the blood or, or yeah. the smoke like i was kind mm-hmm. of fine with that yeah uh, or the explosion sometimes like you know they just look weird <laughs> every um, grenade erupts into fire which <laughs> yeah again that's not how grenades yeah. work it's a shame though because <laughs> there are times when you see actors get shot up and it's clearly squibs mm-hmm. like in in later mm-hmm. moments or there's an explosion that happens later in the movie where he blows up a fire extinguisher and it blows up underneath the guards and that's a real explosion happening underneath them and yep it's it's just a shame that they couldn't have that run throughout the whole movie because you know you 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 notice the CGI a lot in the in the opening action scene. Uh, it was I was fine with it. I I mean I I can see this is a low budget movie, so I don't want to get harp on that kind of stuff too much. But yeah, yeah. It's, it's a shame it couldn't be consistent throughout. Yeah, well, the, the experience is never completely it doesn't completely rob the experience in the entire way through i still think the action's pretty good especially coming out of mainland china uh i, I have my biases against Ch- mainland chinese movies uh mostly because i i'm surrounded by it <laughs> a lot of the times and I, I think a lot of what i've seen has been pretty terrible 
Um, and whatever martial arts movies I have watched, uh, at least especially in the last 10 to 15 years, I've very rarely found anything good there. Um, and usually if the martial arts is good, the story is god-awful and this is a prime example of that like the yeah, even though the martial is, arts is good this is god-awful in like a good way though oh yeah that's true that's true I, there, there was a movie that i said i showed you uh, where a guy fights a cat and uh, maybe we'll, we'll review that one day but uh that, that's that's the kind of the did caliber of that? i don't remember this i did i did send this to you okay, it was okay. uh he, he, this guy threw like a, a knife at a cat, and the cat like does a three sixty spin. Oh right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why are we talking about that? <laughs> yeah, I know, but I'm just saying like that's the the, the caliber of, of martial arts I expect from mainland China, especially these days. But uh, all right. So regarding this movie, it's not terrible. I think that um, it's it's able to somewhat capture what makes um, at least more modern martial arts movies work, and. Um, and I, I don't want to say that it bring it, it captures the magic that Hong Kong movies did from the eighties and nineties, or you know, because uh, it, it doesn't, in my opinion. It, it feels, but it, you know, it's it's in line with what you'd expect from, let's say, maybe like a two thousand tens American action or American uh, martial arts movie. Because um, you know, like in terms of like the stunt work, uh, in terms of the the way that the camera is moving it feels a little bit more modern uh, than those kind of uh, than like what you think of when you think like hong kong action mm-hmm. so it's it's like it's not quite there but it's not terrible and i think that's because everything about the filmmaking techniques in this movie feel like it's from the mid-2000s right and including the cgi <laughs> Uh, including the CGI, I, I including if, the... I don't know if I would agree with that. Maybe the CGI, but I would say it. this feels like... This feels like a more modernish American action movie that, yeah, ha- that, so? that has fight mm. scenes in it. Mm-mm. Well, that, I don't... I, don't mm. I think more modern uh, action movies from Hollywood, at least these days, uh, feels like over-polished. Which is like that's what I, that's what I equate to modern, literal modern day action movies. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they're so polished to the point where like we have zero grit, you mm-hmm. know, in the film. I, I listen to my Shang Chi uh, sentiments to, to know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, like but you know, it's not necessarily a bad thing. You know, like what I'm referring to here. You know, um, like that mid 2000s American action movie, like had a certain like charm to it. Uh, like it it. It's it's different from like Hong Kong action, you know, from the eighties. But it's like it's still able to get the martial arts flair in there, and has like dynamic camera movements, and still makes the the performance look really good. Uh, but it's like surrounded by a lot of cheese. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm trying to look at it simply from the martial arts and the action, mm, the sure. dynamic camera. Going back to what you just said, like that's what is making it feel modern. They're they're adding mm. those arcing camera sure. follows to the blows that's something that's been happening in like the past 10 years that has become really popular to do trying to to track the track the action and keep mm-hmm. that movement in the center oh of the yeah. Um, yeah, yeah yeah one of the things i liked about this movie is i think this might be the best uh point of view fight i've seen like hmm. easily okay. hands down yep. because I, I i mentioned this before um in the villainous, mm-hmm. that Korean martial arts movie we, we spoke mm-hmm. about, they tried a 
point of view fight scene and yeah. it goes too long and the technology wasn't there because of image stabilization they're using old gopros it's like shaky it's all over the place and they tried to kind of stitch it together into a one take mm-hmm. um i don't know man like in this movie i was just really impressed with that one take the the setup is so simple the guy is just taking on people one at a time he's not doing anything too crazy and the camera is it's not all violently all over the place the stabilization looks really good the cameraman knows how to frame things in a way that makes the action still look good but keeps things really engaging so i was actually really really happy with the the point of view um fight in this like this is what i wanted carter to look like that that oh, okay movie. and sure. that movie does something else entirely unfortunately but mm-hmm. yeah this is this is what i wanted the evolution of a point of view uh fight scene to look like and it actually achieves that and now i hope now that i hope it's shown that it it, it can get better because of technology i hope we can go like even further with it yeah though that's definitely the highlight and that that's the only that's the exception to the movie where i feel like uh that is that does that that's more modern. I'm when I was referring to before, like when I'm talking about the other fights in the movie, that POV fight is probably yeah, like one of the better fights in the movie. It's a little harder to break down um, because of the fact that it, you just... are quite literally the performer. <laughs> oh look, you can't... the right fist left out. Oh, <laughs> yeah. The left fist came out. <laughs> and look, he blocked. He blocked. <laughs> oh, he threw. He threw a bat. <laughs> um, no, there, there's a lot of accolades I could give that fight scene as well um the other fights in the movie they're not that bad either i you know the impressive thing about the film that the film does is like it fan si wong uh fan si wong still has it uh, at least you know, yeah, he's, like, not, he's not that old see. right i i don't yeah i don't think so i mean he's he been acting since the 80s mm-hmm. so i mean he was a kid back then but i mean he's definitely younger than donnie so like i'm guessing he's like early 50s late 50s 73 so yeah Oh, okay. So he's so, like yeah, 49. He's going to be 50 soon, I think. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But he still looks good. I mean, he has a amazing angry face. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Uh, I, I mentioned <laughs> this to you off mic. When we first see him, mm-hmm. uh, either he's got super great genes and he still looks really young, or he got too much Botox, or <laughs> they put on too much young filter on him because his face is so <laughs> freaking smooth. <laughs> And then I thought, okay, maybe they digitally tried to make him look younger because, you know, then we flash forward a little bit in time. Yeah, so yeah. maybe that's what they did. It looked like his skin was going to tear off because there was no, <laughs> because it was pulled back too far because of a facelift or because of Botox or because of, <laughs> I don't know, because of digital trickery. But Did uh, they throw all their budget here? Is, yeah, maybe, <laughs> yeah. they Trying to de- digitally de-age him? Right. He looks better in the middle of the movie, but for some reason, when the camera's like really close up on him, in the opening, his face looked weird. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say it might have been them trying to de-age him a little bit. I could be wrong. <laughs> I did not notice that detail, but maybe it's because he, he looks so young in compared to his uh, his later scenes where he has that absurd that wig ugly, and mustache. Ugly wig. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, that, that's basically the movie from a general standpoint. I'd love to break down the action a little bit more. I talk about the spoilers because uh, there's Ooh, a lot man. of details. Yeah, I can't wait to talk about those spoilers. <laughs> yeah. No, oh my God. Yeah. Like uh, anyone who's just listening and is not a patron, they're gonna be missing out because there's a lot of things we want to break down that are. Um, like, well, we're definitely going to make fun of the movie. <laughs> Even more. <laughs> in greater detail. So, please, if you, if you want to hear more, follow us on Patreon. All our, our notes Just are... Just all our Yeah, everything is available in the show notes. Uh, I'm actually going to do that now, <laughs> uh, going forward, and put that in the description. So, you can find us and subscribe there. Uh, and if you subscribe to the higher tier, you can listen to our shorter reviews um, for any movie that we can break down. But... We have them. <laughs> we we decided to talk about them. Um, so yeah, um, yeah. Let's talk about the movie. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. We're at the point where we give our recommendations, but there's a whole wealth of audio you would be listening to here if you follow us on Patreon. There, you can listen to the entire episode, including an exclusive action breakdown of the fights in the movie. And, but you can still support us by liking us on all the things and watch this and other episodes on YouTube with visual cues to accompany our discussion. And now on to our final thoughts. Oh, God, that's that's VR Yay, Fighter. Hooray, <laughs> VR Fighter, or one more shot. Or what a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, this is a web movie, and it definitely shows. Um, oh, man, it's super low budget, and that's that's... Am I punching down because I'm calling it like calling out all the flaws in the movie because it's a web movie? I don't know, but it has a lot of a lot of them. It has a lot of flaws. It's uh, is it so bad? It's good though. It was fun to talk about when we're when you're <laughs> yeah. watching it. You're definitely gonna laugh at some silly moments, but uh, for mm. the most part, it's just kind of dumb B movie. Uh, you know, yeah. B movie grade, but I, I don't know, man. I still, I still kind of enjoyed this a lot because it was, it was so, so short, such a breeze to sit through. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed, for the most part, um, you know, most of the action. Uh, the the last fight, uh, we elaborated on it in the Patreon section, but it's not, it's not the best, especially yeah. considering <laughs> how bad some of the, the uh, you know, the grappling is at times, especially with how he yeah. just gently removes a guy by like, <laughs> just push touching his the side of no, his face. No, get off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, man, yeah, yeah. Listen to us uh, rant, rant and rave more about that in the Patreon section. Uh, but whatever. Um, yeah, the movie is is stupid at times. Uh, it's it's low budget, yada yada yada. The action's okay. Um, I think it's, it excels in the camera department. The, the movie does a really good job with camera movement, camera tracking. Um, whoever did this, you know, the general camera work in the movie, you know, did a pretty good job. I think that this might be something to look into if you were planning on doing a POV film of your own or like action scene of your own. Like this might be a good case study for like, oh, this is how you can kind of make it work with especially if you're, it's not true one takes because you know, the, the movie does the POV and it's not a true one take and it, they make it look pretty seamless. So like that, this might be a good example of like how, what to do if you're going to do your own like action scene like that. Um, you don't have to make it yours perfect, but you know, like this might be a rubric for like, okay, like you can add edits, you can mask it pretty yeah. well. And I think that's what works with it. Um, but the movie's stupid. The movie's <laughs> so stupid. It has so many plot holes. It has so many loose ends. It's, God, I would say 
what's great about the film though is that it's short. It is so short. I even though I I did not like watching the movie, it went by really quickly. And that's one that's one thing I would say like if I, that's the only reason why I'd say like I would kind of recommend it. So I zero. recommend it. I thought it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should check it out. Uh, I liked uh, everything you said about the one take. I we went into mm-hmm. it a little more in detail in the Patreon section, but yeah, I I love the camera work in that. I think that it's easily the best POV action scene uh, out there right now because there aren't too many. And uh, mm-hmm. I mean, jujitsu is not a very hard, no, a high no. uh, bar to climb over, and this shoots oh, over that uh, exceptionally well. So. Yeah, if you want to see a really good, if you want to see how you should do a POV uh, fight scene, this is definitely uh, what you need to look at right now. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, the other action scenes in the movie, they're okay, but yeah, like definitely at least check that fight scene out just because it's it's interesting. Um, oh God, and then that uh, this, the funny thing about that scene is that it's quite literally the ga- that bridges the gap between like the first half of the movie which actually matter and the second half of the movie that don't matter at all to the plot so i'll just i'll just leave it as that 